He's our guy in the US, Kentucky farmer Todd Clark. And Todd, I want to start with the climate. We all know about climate change. You've had quite a bit of it in the Northern Hemisphere. Are you still in a heat wave? Today, Jamie, we were in just oppressive heat and I think the humidity was what was the worst, 90 plus degrees plus 90% humidity this last week. And so you would just break a sweat um, standing outside. And so over the weekend, the uh, humidity went away. And so it's more tolerable at this point. But it it was widespread across uh, the majority of the U.S. And so, yes, it was quite the heat wave. And we're still in summers. I'm talking about it in past tense, but it, it could come back, that's for sure. Yeah, what did Neil Diamond sing about? A hot August night. Interesting yeah. commentary this morning from one of our dairy analysts, Mike McIntyre at Jarden. I was surprised to see this. He was talking about global milk supply, and I know that's not in your wheelhouse, but the interesting thing was he mentioned US grain prices in freefall, and I thought this Russian-Ukraine war conflict had actually lifted world grain prices. What are you hearing on the ground in the US? So I think you're correct that, uh, or I know you're correct, that the uh, Ukraine war had lifted prices, but it also had complicated inputs, and so fertilizer and that sort of thing because of the Ukraine war um, had gone through the roof. But the um, just in the last several days, uh, the U.S. dollar strengthening, and then um, our weather has changed in the last few weeks to where it's a cooler, wetter pattern uh, this is the ideal time across the U.S. for uh, soybean pod fill and that sort of thing. And, and so uh, I think, based on what I've heard, that's that's the fundamental issue is uh, causing the prices to come down. It's just supply and demand, plus uh, a lot of our grain is exported, and so a strong U.S. dollar is working against us. Okay, well, that explains that one. I know uh, Kentucky's not a dairying state. It's very much... Uh, a beef cattle state, and you're getting really good prices at the moment. We are, and and hopefully this uh, holds true for, they're predicting maybe another year or so, but um, I'd sold some cattle this last week, just a little small group of five black steers. I'm not going to read the whole report to you, but those um, weighed 536 pounds, but they brought um, $2.56 U.S. per pound. Those are prices we haven't seen in I don't know, maybe nine years or more, if ever. So, um, so convert that yeah, for me, because the conversion between dollars and pounds and kilograms. How, how much in US dollars did you get for those steers? Oh, I'd have to do the math quickly here, but it's um, off the top of my head, twelve fifty, thirteen hundred dollars each, something yeah. to that effect. Yeah, um, good, good money. Yeah, especially for uh, weaning size calves. Um, these were good calves, but there was nothing exceptional about them. And this is not our normal best market uh, late summer. So it's, um, yeah, it's just unheard of, uh, these particular prices. But it, I'm a little concerned about hogs and chickens coming into the marketplace and being able to take some of the uh, shelf space, butcher space back from from beef if we're going to maintain these sort of prices. Well, you make hay while the sun shines with your beef prices. One to finish on, I was reading on the New York Times website this morning that Biden and Trump are tied in the polls in a hypothetical presidential face-off, 43% each. Biden is languishing. Shows you how bad Trump is. Biden's languishing at 39% approval rating and an, an historic number of Americans 
don't want to see this 2024 presidential race. But it looks, Todd Clark, like that's what you're going to get. I wish you were wrong, but I've read the same things. And sadly, that's exactly the direction this seems to be heading. It doesn't make any sense. No one wants it, but somehow that's what we're going to end up with. Either way, Todd, uh, good luck with that, by the way. Either way, you're going to end up with an 80-year-old running your country in the next presidential (laughs) term. As I said, good luck. Hey, got to go. Thanks for your time, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jamie.